Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to another episode of Divorce Fairy Godmother. I am your host, Slim, and this is my podcast. I've been having it for a few seasons now, a few years now. This is season three, and in season three, I am... Excuse me, I ain't got nothing. (laughs) I just have a dry throat. Um, In season three, I'm shifting my podcast content more into manifestation and realization. And I guess what really hit me in regards to this episode was being nobody's favorite. So what sparked that even was a conversation that I had with my daughter and if you guys heard my previous episode I'm like gentle parenting but gentle parenting my teenage daughter is really triggering for me and yeah so briefly this is a podcast about my journey through divorce my journey through gentle parenting being a daughter, being a mom, you know, just my life after divorce and really building an empire for myself that I have always been afraid of, but have always been led to do. Yeah. So like I said, today's episode is basically about how I was triggered once again, talking to my teenage daughter. She's 13. She just turned 13. So, um, what I've started doing was checking the girl's book bag every day so last school year I would check it maybe like once or twice every few weeks or something like that just to see what they were showing me and what they weren't and what I noticed last year is that my daughter would excuse me tell me that she's doing homework and really not be turning in the homework she would be on her computer for hours but she really would not be doing homework so this year, I have made it a point to switch up my routine from what I was doing last year. So last year, I would just wake them up and not get up and interact with them. It's just eat, get yourselves together, and then I'm dropping all off to school. But this year, I'm actually waking up early with them. I'm packing their lunch if I didn't do it the night before. I'm making them breakfast. I'm... Um, spending time with them I'm washing their face although Madison is 13 I still wash and moisturize her face just because she's getting big guys like I'm feeling sentimental anyhow so you know I'm washing their face I'm moisturizing their face Um, I'm making sure clothes are looking good everybody is smelling good hair is done edges are laid the works and like I said checking backpacks so last week I didn't I checked their backpacks maybe like um I want to say three times out of the five days but today I checked their backpack and I saw that Madison did not complete work inside of school and it triggered me because she was doing the same thing that she was doing last year and saying that she was actually completing the work and I got really upset because I felt like damn like you actually have a parent that's there and that's doing the work and that's making sure you get your needs met 
and you're not even holding up your end of the bargain. So I was really pissed off. Like, I really felt some type of way about it. And she kept saying, like, I don't know why I'm getting in trouble. And I was like, honestly, I feel like you're gaslighting me because I'm literally laying it out. I said, no, if you're upset at my delivery, I can apologize for my delivery and calm down. You see how I just be catching myself, y'all? And I like that she's calling me out because it's making me realize that my delivery and what I'm, how I'm saying what I'm saying to her is what's the issue. It's not that I'm telling her that I'm disappointed in her not doing her work. It's my delivery. And we both came to that conclusion. So that is honestly what I'm going to be working on these next couple of days and weeks and things. So I tell her, like, listen, you are very smart. You have the opportunity to use your brain to get you scholarships. I said, um, you know, her teachers gave her... It's like this little class syllabus thing or like this class chart to where it gives you um, pretty much a reference to how the teachers score the students' homework. And basically, the gist of it is if you're turning in the work, you're getting good grades or you're getting at least bare minimum. Like I think the max is like, let's say the max is um, 15 points. So if you're turning in the work, bare minimum you're getting seven points right that's bare minimum because you're turning in all the work but if the work is legible and they can read it and see that you're actually trying and turning the work in it automatically bumps you up to over a 10 and gets you in the 10 to 15 point system and I was so frustrated because I'm like Madison like they're telling you right here and when I went to parent teacher night I spoke to her teachers and I'm like, you know, I'm a phone call away. I'm a very interactive parent. I like to communicate with the teachers before anything, you know, before her grades are slipping and we're now at, you know, first quarter and she has D's and F's or anything like that. I want you guys to communicate. I'm going to do what I can on my end to make sure her homework is turned in. But I want us to have open communi- open line of communication because I'm very serious with this school stuff with my kids, guys. I'm very serious with it. Very. And I don't want them to slip into the trap that I fell into. And I had to explain that to her. Like, listen, I don't regret having you guys. I just wish I would have had you guys much later in life. So I was able to get through all of the sillies before I was having kids and having to be silly while I have kids and then get serious. I don't care how anybody else did it. If you want to judge me for how my life was, it is what it is. I don't care. I had to grow up with my kids also while healing from childhood trauma, also while being essayed in my marriage. Essayed. This is not TikTok. Also, trigger warning sexually assaulted and victimized and brutalized in my marriage cheated on and everything so I had to deal with all of that and I tell Madison like listen you may think I'm being strict on you I love you I don't want you to ever be at this point and not that I'm not working hard now to make sure I can provide for both of them if something like that was to ever happen but I'm just like listen you know 
we are very open with what we talk about. I don't want you to go down the same path that I'm going down. And not that I have a crappy life at all. We have a roof over our head. We have food in the refrigerator. We have food in the pantry, a car to drive, clean clothes, washer dryer inside the house. Like we have all of what we need, honestly. Phone bill paid and everything. Like we have all of what we need. But I don't want this for Madison. I want her to go further than I did. Go further than I can. And I keep telling her she's going to do that by using her brain. I said, if you're in school learning what you need to learn, the teachers aren't even asking you to turn in homework every day. They just want to make sure you're retaining the information. Madison's principle is very connected to the Hornets, to the Panthers. Like she has banks and corporations come to the school and teach them certain things. She's very well connected. If you get in good with this lady, I said, there's no way she's not signing off on you getting scholarships. I said, you can be going to school for free. You can be traveling overseas on school scholarships for free. I want her to experience traveling the world with me as well as traveling by herself. Now, am I scared for that? Absolutely. But I want her to have those experiences. I want her to be able to go further than me and her father. It is okay to bring him up. It is okay to bring him up. I want her to go further than I could have ever imagined. Because for me, on the outside looking in at him, it doesn't seem like he imagines himself anywhere further than his current reality. And I'll leave it there. I want her to go far beyond my wildest dreams. I love her enough to want her to go far beyond my wildest dreams. And she keeps saying like, oh, you know, you said I had to be a lawyer, so I'm going to be a lawyer. And I'm just like, okay, even being a lawyer, you think you can get through law school or you think you're getting into a good law school with the grades that you're bringing home and it's not even like I'm mad that this is what you're doing if this was your best all right cool this is not your best you're not even and it's not even like I'm complaining about nothing y'all she's not even putting capitals at the beginning of her sentences she's not even putting correct punctuation at the end of her sentences she's not even putting like That's what's like, she's not applying herself. Simple words that she knows how to spell big words. She's not spelling four and five letter words correctly because she doesn't feel like it. So it's not that I'm being hard on her. It's literally she's not doing it because she doesn't feel like it. And that's what pisses me off because I'm just like, "Mm." that's what triggers me. Because I feel like here you have a parent that is pushing you, even willing you to do the right thing and steer the course. School is not that long. Look how she almost done, y'all. She's in eighth grade this year. And we, I, I know how fast these school years pass, especially in the South. They get it, go in early, get out early. So you're in eighth grade already. You got four more years and then you're, oh, y'all, I don't even want to cry because, uh, my baby, she has four more years and then she's off to college. That is so scary for me because, oh, 
the world does not deserve my children. The world does not deserve my children at all. Look how they eat and swallow up young girls. Oh, that's not this episode. I don't know why that made me so emotional, but the world does not deserve my children. Anyway, I really, really know that she can be successful in anything she puts her mind to. When I tell y'all this girl is smart, oh my goodness, both of my kids, both of my kids, like I pride myself in being intelligent and being intellectual. But when I tell you my children are so smart, my kids are so smart, it's not even funny. That's why I do so much deep inner work and healing to not put any limiting beliefs on them. I will go above and beyond for them because they deserve it. They deserve it. Y'all, I really haven't cried in like two months. And it's like coming up now. But, oh, man, like I've, I'm so passionate about them. And I feel that way because nobody was passionate about me like this. Like I really felt like the one that was just kind of left in the wind. Like my sister, she had a favorite aunt. She had a favorite uncle. Like she had somebody that was checking on her that they had a nickname for her and everything it's the same with my brother the same with my brother and I just felt like I was my mom's last kid and not that I was like the throwaway kid but at the same token it's just like I ain't really have anybody checking for me like that until like we moved to Washington and as inappropriate as it was my mother had like college students living with us just like renting out rooms um in our basement um and a couple, a couple of them were men. And one of them, like, I was really, like, into The Sims. Like, when The Sims first came out, like, you want to talk about somebody on The Sims 24-7? Like, I was, that was me. I was on The Sims 24-7, failing out of school. And one of the guys she let live with us, he took my game. I was pissed off. But after he took it we started having family meetings we started sitting down talking to each other like and getting out and expressing like how we felt and stuff like that and my grades started to improve but I still felt like once they left it was nobody really checking up on me anymore and even once we like got moved back to New Jersey it was really nobody checking for me and then when my sister moved got pregnant and moved back to Washington with my oldest sister and then it was just me and my mom like she was making sure like I finished school and I told her I wanted to be a model and things like that but it was just around the age that my daughter is now there was just no structure and no guidance and I can understand why my mom checked out having four kids and things like that. I can understand why she checked out mentally not being able to get the help that she needed because she had undiagnosed bipolar disorder, um, borderline schizophrenia, and just a lot of other issues. Should I be telling her business like that? Either way, I know how it feels to not have anybody 
backlogging and doing fact checks on if you're actually living up to your fullest potential. And I know she feels like I'm being overbearing because she did say that. But I want her to know like I'm her biggest cheerleader. I'm right here. And I'm going to be annoyingly right here. And I'm going to always push you to do better. Like, and I told her that, like, listen, there's there's pretty much nothing my kids can ask me for. And I'm going to say no. There's nothing they can ask me for. And I'm going to be like, um, no, I'm always going to say yes. But I told her I'm going to say yes once you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. If I know you're capable of A's and B's. Why not get A's and B's? Just be like, girl, here, shut up. Like, And I told her that. You could even shove the, the report card in my face like, all right, girl, here, here. All right, go ahead about your business. And there's nothing that she wouldn't be able to get from me. Nothing. So, whew, I did not come on here expecting to release that portion of emotions tonight. But... Maybe I think I need another therapist. I don't know. I'm still contemplating. Like, I'm in between wanting to get a therapist and also being like, girl, go harder. But I also don't want to be hyper independent. But right now, anyway, y'all, thank you for coming to my TED Talk today. Like I said, I did not ex- expect to release that type of emotion. Um gentle parenting is really not for the weak at heart because there's a level of accountability that you have to accept on your end to gentle parent there is accountability that you have to there is ego that you have to check there is trauma that you have to check there is so much that you have to check when you are gentle parenting and keep in line (sighs) it's not for the week at heart I promise you but anywho like I said thank you so much for tuning in I will check you in my next episode and you know shoot a little five star your girl away and yeah I'll check you later peace Mm -hmm.